0: Viewers and listeners' discretion is advised. Due to subject matter and language, age 18 and up is required. Welcome to Embrace, hosted by Coraline Jewell. Coraline's mission is to break the stigma and misconceptions in regards to topics that society deems as taboo. Enjoy weekly episodes where Coraline interviews various guests on topics ranging from the adult industry, alternative relationship styles, and experts in kink, BDSM, fetish, and more. Get ready to open your mind to a whole new way of thinking. Please welcome your host, Coraline Jewell. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another
1: episode of Embrace. I'm your hostess, Coraline Jewell. Thank you for joining me. Um, I am really excited. I know I always say this, but today's guest is going to absolutely blow your mind. So if you are driving or if you guys are watching on YouTube, thank you for coming in, coming and listening. Make sure you guys subscribe and uh, make sure that you guys support and follow us because we're continuously bringing on new guests to share their stories. And like I always tell you guys, everybody has a story. And if you just stop for a second, sit back, close your mind, open it. Okay. Close your... You know, Take the bad stuff away and listen. <laughs> you guys are going to learn something new from every person that I always bring on the show. Um, just a shout out. We've got, let's see, I've got Blind Knowledge. Make sure you're following them. Blind Knowledge is my producer. I've also got us on Full Swap Radio. Make sure you listen in there. Follow them on their social media. And of course, if you go to my website, thecoralandjewel.com or embraceyoursexuality.net, okay? On there, you guys are going to be able to access my discounts that I've organized for you with Cassidy, with uh, Lifestyle Lounge, with SDC, some toy locations, just to get you guys some trials, some discounts, stuff like that. And of course, if you go to my website, you guys can see my Lifestyle Swinger jewelry. You guys can see... Um, my uh my game my lubricant my books and all that kind of stuff so and I think um where'd my guests go are you still there mama <laughs> yeah, yeah I just had a change yeah. lighting oh okay I was like where'd she to go make it better. yeah oh, it's good I'm so, here you're here okay you guys so let me go and introduce you guys so this is Lois Hollis am I saying it right right yes hi hello <laughs> welcome darling how are you today I'm wonderful you are amazing you guys let me give you a little bit of a background on my guest today first of all there is a website and i think his name what is the name of the site that we met on is it pod what is he? Podmatch, I think. Podmatch. Okay. So Podmatch every Monday sends out like an email and it says, you know, uh, these are some guests that are good for your show, or these are some shows that are good for um, you, for you to be on, you know, depending on how you're listed with them. And I decided, usually I don't have a ton of time to go through it, but I went through it and I actually ended up meeting four amazing people just on that one Monday. And that was you. And then uh, Casey, Casey, who was just on my show. And I also um, met uh, Savannah, who uh, airs this Monday. She is um, talks about cross-dressing and how to live with cross-dressing if you're married to somebody who's um, interested in that. And, I, and then I've got uh, somebody by the name of Jules and then I met you. So I'm super excited. So let me give everybody a little bit of a background on you. And I have to read this, you guys, because you know, normally I can remember, but when they're this educated and smart, I have to read it, okay? So, <laughs> <laughs> Lois, you are, let's see, an educator, a counselor, a filmmaker, an author, you were a nurse's aide, and then from the age of 12, you started as a nurse's aide. And you are 79. You are amazing. Um, and let's see. Let's see. Hold on. I read that you did this. Okay. Yes, that's right. You, let's see here. You worked as a nurse in open-heart surgery, neurosurgery, gastro. I can't even pronounce half these words, you guys. Entrenology and nephrology. And then you spent most of your career with kidney disorders. And if I understand correctly, you established one of the first kidney if I say this right, hemodialysis units in the United States at Thomas Jefferson University in 1966. Right. Wow. You taught the hospital staff, physicians, and nurses how to care for hemodialysis patients. And my goodness. And then you see, you were a hemodialysis consultant. And then you founded the American Association of Nephrology Nurses and Technicians. You're amazing. And you guys, it just goes on and on and on and on and on. Okay. But you're going okay. Well, then why is she a guest on your show, right? You're right. Okay,
2: so <laughs> well, I'm 79, so we could talk forever. Right? <laughs> you're amazing. I, yeah. Um, well, if you keep if you get rid of the shame guilt, you're
1: better. So let's tell the little bit, a little bit of a little bit of a little bit of your background. The background, you guys, is that what do I do in my? Oh, yeah, they've, I can hear you. I'll let you know if we have any issues. But yes. um, what I always do, you guys, is I bring on a guest that's going to show us how they took things that maybe happened in their past and turned them into the positive. And how you have to be able to either forgive what's happened in the past to you, not necessarily forget, but how do you face that? How do you take that? And how do you turn it into something good? How do you embrace who you are as a person? And how do you not feel guilty or shame yourself because feeling like it was something that you maybe deserved and you brought it upon yourself? So That's kind of your story is that, um, and I'm just going to kind of let you go a little bit, but tell us a little bit about your background um, before we get into like, you know, all the accomplishments growing up as a child, the good memories and then the bad memories, if you can share a little bit with that. Uh, Well, I didn't embrace
2: or think about my life until somewhere in my 50s because I was Just moving along (laughs) like everybody else, not really contemplating it, but it more was an intuition.
1: Do you believe that as a child, when you, when so as a child, you suffered? Um, we'll just give them a little bit of a background. You suffered, um, broken ribs, you said, uh, brain trauma, right? Uh, you were family, but I didn't know that, Uh, yeah. Uh, So, as a child, you didn't know, did you think that? At any time, it's hard for you to remember, I know you said, but it, do you think at any time you, you went to a teacher and said, this happened to me today, or did no. anybody ever, no, and nobody no. ever said anything. Nobody ever noticed, no. noticed.
2: And they might have, but it 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 doesn't come back to me. And I don't feel or know or uh, believe in going to find memories. I okay. feel like we all have a time clock inside of us Okay, and the alarm goes off when the alarm goes off. And um, I have worked with a lot of people in the last 15, 20 years. And I always say that you are smarter than I am. Yeah. When your memories come, we deal with them. Mm-hmm. We don't, I don't go what happened 13. here or what happened there because you are not ready. You, your mind is smarter than my mind.
1: That's an and, interesting.
2: OK. Yeah. So that's how I operate. And approach. And uh, there is one person that did go along and try to pull them out. And he didn't. I did not do that. He just went to another person, but he did not do that well. And so what I'm saying to you, everybody has their own way. But I did it this way. And people that I counsel, they come forth with memories. They, when they come forth, we deal with them. They don't come forth when. And
1: go there first.
2: Right. I understand you're... completely. That makes sense. Um. So. You're smarter than I am.
1: <laughs> I
0: wish. <You> know?
2: <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you, anybody is smarter than who the other person is. They know intrinsically what to do. Now, I help them when their memories come out. But okay. I don't know. Do, well, what happened when you're four? What happened Got when you're it. six? Or, so, I
1: don't do that. So, so that's so, well,
2: how it worked for me. And,
1: and in your story, so, so that's I was gonna get at for my guest. So in your yeah. story, um, you know, you did all these accomplishments, you were an author, and you, you know, you were did the nursing and all of that, but you it, it says in your bio, it wasn't until you kind of you, you you went into a state of depression and then went after went to search for holistic health in Sedona, Arizona, and that's yes. when is that when you started? You said you started to heal and actually feel like as a, like healthier and did because you do mention you mentioned to me you think that you died and come back came back. You, you... well, I that came back about ten years ago. Okay, can you tell I, us that I, story?
2: I I just saw how um, my neck was broken and um, how I went back into my bedroom and um, then someone said she's gonna be okay now and that's when i remembered hmm. that incident and then that's when i remembered
1: um seeing other beings wow so that the age, this I, is over over age 50 right it wasn't until then yeah
2: very interesting i was in therapy okay and because I was depressed and suicidal right? But okay. would know why, because I had such abuse, but it was interesting how I could accomplish things like that. Doesn't make sense to people. Right. You know, how right. did you, how did you keep going when you had brain dramas and you couldn't read and they called you an idiot because you were dyslexic and here you are creating a kidney unit and you're doing this heart surgery. So how did, it don't make sense. Well, exactly. it makes sense, and I agree with you, it don't make mm-hmm. sense. Um, the therapist said the same thing you're saying to me. You are too well adjusted for what had happened to you. Mm-hmm. And I said, he said, someone else raised you. Who was it? And I said, look, I'm from a 100% Polish background. You stay home. You go to school. I used to walk to school, come home, do my homework, and that was it. I mean, it was um, a very close, you know, family. This is in the early. Um, i say I was born in forty three, okay. so within the forties and the you, you know you you kind of run around with the kids outside and all that, but it and isn't. It isn't. Um, it's a cl- closed family.
1: Yeah, you were born in a. You lived in Baltimore, Maryland. Is that where you yes. grew up? Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, you said Polish family. Or did you come from a Jewish family by any chance? No, hundred no. percent Polish. Okay, because I'm Jewish, I was just curious if yeah. um. Okay. Um. So, and so there were so siblings, me, there, Yeah, I keep yes. going. There were siblings, though. Yeah. But go
2: ahead. So I said that to the therapist, and he said someone else raised you hmm. because you are too well adjusted. For what had happened to you. I agree that these things happened. But why are you able to manage all these years? Something else happened to you. Okay. And all of a sudden, I remembered what happened is that these beings I saw every day. And I used to come home from school, walk upstairs, sit in the room. And I remember communicating with people on another dimension. Wow. Okay. And I, and I just remember that. And I went, so I left therapy because at that time, if you talk about extraterrestrial or Another being, or another, they put you in therapy. They put you in a mental institution. Oh my
1: God! I really so so. No, have, it's
2: true. We're talking. We're talking. You know the sixties. You know. Wow. People.
1: So that was the sixties when you when that came, memory came back to you, and when you said that to the therapist, you had to leave before they put you in a mental home. Right. Jesus. Wow. But
2: you know that's why um, someone said to me she was talking to. A friend was talking mm-hmm. and they were talking about a near-death experience. I, she said this and that. And I go, well, I had one. She says, oh, well, why don't you tell? I said, I don't talk about that. And and I didn't until, what, you know, five, ten years ago. Because wow. um, you were considered um, insane.
1: Right. If you, if you, yeah.
2: Yeah. So I was raised by. By them, you think. By spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. My
2: spirit came and talk to me i don't feel it with somebody from the Palladians or mars or saturn or Mm -hmm. you know i i feel it was me talking with me my spirit because i should not have been that well as successful as you you were um so and and also that makes sense because Mm -hmm. i am such a trailblazer i know things and now that's why I had to go to film school because I was teaching people how to release the shame, guilt that they gather throughout their lifetime. And the trauma still keep coming back because you've got to remove the shame, guilt. You can forgive yourself, but it's not going to be permanent. You will have you have to get rid of the shame, guilt.
1: So let's let's talk about that yeah, a little that. bit. So so okay. I'll give you when when I say when I think shame guilt, okay, and and this is just you know just me thinking. I think that if I was and again I haven't been in these shoes, but let's say I was molested or you know sexually abused. I know that a lot of times they talk about that the 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 victim blames themselves. Well, I, I brought it upon me, or I, I I I I you know it was my fault. Is that what you mean by shame guilt? Is that you feel like you it was your fault for these things happening? The abuser. Yes. Puts the shame guilt on the victim. Okay.
2: So that's why you feel that way. Mm -hmm. I help people take that abused shame guilt out of them and get rid of it. Got it. And and since I have that experience with another dimension, Mm -hmm. that's why I am who I am. And that's why I created something that it's not on the
1: internet and I didn't go to school for it. Right. Because I learned from a higher source. <laughs> that's amazing. Now um going through your story, you you had three you had three children, great children, and you had a marriage. And while you were raising those kids, uh you got divorced. I think you were divorced and raised the girls on your own, right? right mm-hmm. okay. um going back in like thinking about those days, did you have a good marriage? Do you think that what you had gone through in your childhood maybe had affected the marriage or do you think that had nothing to do with it? um that's and a were, good question. You, because you worked a lot. I was wondering if it was yeah. the working you were you were amazingly you no, were working it wasn't constantly. About that it was just.
2: Okay. It dissolved it just didn't work anymore. Okay. So, and that was the best thing. And my ex-husband was dutiful in helping raise the kids, you know, financially and everything. So okay. it worked out. It worked yeah. out. Um, I didn't really feel, uh, emotionally depressed until the kids grew up and in college. It was that's like what, so perfect. That's it's what like, I was reading. If you had to right? design, you design your life, I kept on working. And I had to, and I wanted to care for the children because I loved the children. I lost three pregnancies before I had the right. three children. So they were like gifts from God. Yeah. And when they didn't really need me anymore, I collapsed and got depressed. Isn't uh. that amazing? God always takes care of you.
0: Hmm.
1: That's interesting course, because you hear headache. that.
2: I have migraine headaches and all that, but you know, I was able to take some pills and all that, and you know, my health was going down. But the kids didn't need me as much.
1: That's right. So, I didn't mention that, so that grow, You know, even though you were a single mom and raising the girls and doing, you know, all this stuff with the nursing and that, you still were suffering um, a lot of physical uh, like illnesses that you didn't yeah, but know I at the time. Ongoing. But you kept going and you didn't know that they were the, 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 um, I think I read something like you said, you didn't know that the migraines came from what happened with the abuse of the child. And that's why you couldn't couldn't handle lights and stuff like that. So, yeah.
2: So it's amazing how the other dimension, which you carry, Mm -hmm. helps us if you're able to uh, tune in. And the reason I went to film school was because I was teaching people how to release the shame guilt and talk to the inner part, you know, talk to your inner critic, say, hi, how are you? When I was depressed, I would say, hi, depression. How are you? And I would see a little child around 12 years old. Hi, anger. How are you? And I would see an anger. I would see a child about five years old and I would see this inside of me. And a lot of people do that kind of work, the little child, but it's really the family. Mm -hmm. And so, I was teaching one day and somebody raised their hand and they said, Lois, I really like what you're saying, but I don't understand what you're saying about seeing things. I don't okay. see anything like that. And, and that came from a couple people. So I said, I guess I have to make a movie to show people what I see. Okay. Aha. And so, so that's why I went to film school because I had to go to film school because I'm talking about things and people say, people don't understand it. it. What is the name of the film? I'm um, out of discord into harmony.
1: One more time. Say it
2: out of discord into harmony and discord
1: into harmony. You can get it online and you said it's a 20 minute documentary and tell everybody about um, what you, you explained to me what it was about, but let's let them know. Well, it's,
2: the all the parts of me start talking, and someone said, other. Oh, that's like the inside outside thing. But I, I did that of uh, 20, uh, 2008. Okay, I did all that. So, er, my inner critic, instead of shaming and guilting me, is now my friend, and he finds podcasts for me, changed his job. Uh, huh. My depression <laughs> turned to compassion, my anger turned to. My passion is now helping anger out. turned to passion it and my out. anxiety turned to intuition. So shame guilt turns all our positive emotions to negative ones. So this is how I found a process by my own self-healing. Makes
1: sense. And Amazing.
2: That's what I share with people. So it 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 matters what happens to you, but there is always a way out.
1: Okay. Because everything
2: is related to shame, guilt, energy. We have love energy. And what does love give us? Love gives us all the joy and happiness and confidence and intuition. Okay. And we're compassionate, we're loving. And on the other side, we have shame, guilt energy. Yep. Which gives us depression. And anxiety and fear and not good enough and pros- pr- um, procrastination and boy mm-hmm. So um, that's all there is there ain't no more. It's just positive energy and negative energy. So I'm changing how people view the shame guilt some it. people call it a shame guilt leech. finger same, same leech okay Some people call it a shame guilt alien. Hmm. It's just an energy that comes upon you and wants to suck your light out. Wow. Yeah. I mean,
1: I can can relate it to me and I'm sure that my listeners can relate it to them. I mean, you know, somebody that comes from my world, um, I constantly feel like I've let people down around me or let myself down, even though I've got so many positives. Yeah. That negative still comes in. And the only
2: way to get rid of it is to feel it, see it and get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But you have to do that. You just can't say, oh, get away right. You know right. you have to, there's a process. but that's what I have to share because you um, interview a lot of people mm-hmm. that have had hard times. yes and some of them make it and some have a harder time mm-hmm. So what I'm asking your viewers to see is to look at the shame guilt because that's the fire. That's keeping those horrible situations alive. You know, think of a house on fire. If you add more gasoline, what happens? It does So the shame guilt is the gasoline. So my whole premise is I help people to find the shame guilt of their life and get rid of it. And don't accept any more.
1: And how do you do you do sessions like if if I have a listener right now that says okay yeah, this makes sense to them and they and they've tried counseling they've tried therapy they want yeah, to Yeah, yeah, get you so far. Okay, it, so they want to talk to you um, do you do online sessions like a Zoom session like yes, this? Yes, I okay. do. I help
2: people personally and um it's it just works and it works for you
1: because um, you said when you, it was when you after the kids were grown, depression, this is when you went to Sedona and that's when you found holistic health. And that's how you figured this out. And so now you're able to do it for other people. Right. Right. Well, what happened is that
2: I started doing this work that I felt to do and I got well. I mean, my gray hair was going away. And, wow. And, and I was standing up straight and I I was thriving. I'm dying. And people said, Lois, can I do what you're doing? And I said, I guess so. I'm just talking to myself. And they came to me and we did the process and they too got well and happy. And they sent their kids and their uncles and their grandmothers to me and they got well too. So that's when I decided, I guess that's what I do.
1: Makes so sense. My, uh, it's very interesting. Um, yeah. So that you kind of realize. OK, okay. so with everything that you've done, um, you know, you the, with the nursing and the kidney dialysis and all of that, that's you're done with that now because you really realized this was kind of your ultimate calling, would you say? Well, I I feel like I was helping
2: people that get is- rid of. The toxins in their physical body mm-hmm. by hemodialysis, kidney dialysis, because the kidneys weren't working. They're doing a lot of transplantation now, which is okay, good. But I'm um, else now. I'm helping people emotionally to get rid of the toxins. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing the same thing. You are wow. Um, I, 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 I'm doing the emotional toxic clean cleansing rather That's than it. the physical exactly. Toxic. Exactly. So I'm doing hemodialysis on your
1: emotions. <laughs> I love it. I'm cleaning um, them up. I'm cleaning um, up your emotions. <laughs> you are the best. Um, so let's see. So we've got uh, how many? How many films are out now?
2: Was there two? Well, I have "Out um, of yeah. Discord into Harmony," which okay. is really fun, and it's great for children. Children yes. absolutely love it.
1: Okay, I'm going to write that So you can sit there with your
2: children. And watch it, okay. Especially teenagers, because the inner critic is a teenager. Hmm. And it's a very sassy teenager. And um, Uh we talk to him and we make peace. Because the shame, guilt uh, producer is your inner critic. And you can't say shut up or no. You Ah. say, hi, how are you? I "I want to talk to you. But we have to because... I can't go any further in my life than I can heal unless you go further. It's like the glass ceiling. You know, people okay. say you, you go as high as your inner critic will let you. So you <laughs> have to make friends with him. You don't say shut up and get away. You can't tell your arm to shut up or your brain. Right. And just then, sit I down and with you I
1: got a, I got a 15 year old I'll sit down and watch it with him oh yeah oh that would be <laughs> awesome watch it with him and I will I will guess
2: what, guess what my inner critic's name is what King King, <laughs> K-I-N-G? Yeah. Yeah, King. now oh. I didn't I didn't name him okay he names himself that's narcissistic you don't give somebody a name
1: they tell you what their name is this now this is a, See, now this is getting interesting to me. Okay, we're going to have to see this. And that's the one film. And then you, is there a second film? And I have uh, another
2: film called I'm Good. I'm Good, okay. I'm Good, right? I'm Good. And it has three parts. They're 15 minutes each. So it's okay. quick. And I teach you what shame guilt is and how to talk to your inner critic okay and how to tell it to get out.
1: And this is, uh, are they both available on your all, website? All or of them on-, on my
2: website, and they're all
1: free. All free. And the website, uh, tell me the name of the, I mean, I was just Lois. on it. Dot com. That's nice and easy, you guys. Okay, so it's L-O-I-S-H-O-L-L-I-S, right? Dot com. Yeah. Dot com. Okay. And um, so we've got the, the two movies on there, and then theres you're an author of how many books have you written? Um,
2: I don't know, three or four, something wow. like that. Wow. Look
1: at you. I don't know. <laughs> and, yeah. um. And you do the counseling and then there was something else you did too. Hold on. Oh, the filmmaker, the author. Um, and the and girls, I cancel. And you cancel. That's right. And then the girls now, are you a grandma? Do you have little bit grandbabies? Yes.
2: Yes. And
1: my grandson,
2: um, I have three grandsons. Okay. The one um, he, I was teaching him at three years old how to ice skate because I love the ice skate. Ah. And then I, I took him rollerblading. And he went, this is so much easier. But <laughs> I never rollerbladed. So he taught me how to rollerblade. So, so now at my, I'm planning my 80th birthday party at the roller rink.
1: Are you really? Oh, my gosh. And isn't that funny? And I was a competitive ice skater. And then I went, and then I went to live in Germany and I had to skate in the, I had to be in the parade and that was rollerblading. And I was like, this is hard. I can't do it. It's awful. Isn't that funny when you go from one to the other? Yeah. Yeah. I would practice at nighttime after our skating show, I would practice outside on the rollerblades because I couldn't rollerblade it. People were like, it's the same as ice skating. And I'm like, no, it's not.
2: (laughs) No, it's not. Well, not at all. Rollerblading. Rather than ice skating, so anyway, he talked so me how. So you are going to do
1: your 80th birthday at the birthday ring. at the roller rink because I, I can. I'm the of the Shane Gill. You're
2: that's amazing.
1: What. You you are you are an inspiration. I know that I have listeners that are going to write to me, and they are going to write to you and say that they heard you on the podcast because you are. You're you're you're, you're like somebody. The other. way you, out. You're it's in, the you're way in. out. You're just and, you're. You've and I just power started
2: three years ago, two and a half years ago with okay. podcast and okay. i'm in 15 countries and i don't know how many hundred um podcasts i've done
1: wow and you podcasts. oh you have your own podcast what's your own podcast no, I, oh
2: i have to do that yet oh I don't know how to do that yet but i <laughs> want to
1: do it. <laughs> but um, it i think you'll figure you it how, out yeah
2: i'm sh- it shows you that Shame, guilt is in every country.
1: Absolutely. It's in
2: every person. Absolutely. 100%. Because, because it's in our government. It's in our schools. It's in our religion. It's in our families. We can't blame our mother or father or the priest or the president or anybody. We just mm-hmm. have to know that it's a no good energy put upon us like a computer virus. Yep. That goes to your computer.
1: No, you, you are absolutely. You to get rid of it. Yeah, you're 100% right. Yeah, not only do I think you will figure out how to set up your own podcast. <laughs> I swear, I could see you being the president of the country. So like okay, you're, At 82, she goes, I'm going to run for the United States presidency, and you'll well, win. Jesus, well, you win. <laughs> because no shame, Wow. No. Wow. You wow. can
2: accomplish so much, but you can heal. That's how you heal. Because... Shame guilt energy comes into us by people saying, you stupid person, or they keep hitting you. See, when they hit you, that energy comes into you and the hitting is caused by their shame guilt. Mm -hmm.
1: You see how they,
2: it's like taffy. They throw it on you and it sticks
1: and it's sticky. I mean, so I can relate it. I can so much relate it to myself. So I know my listeners are thinking the same thing because, you know, when somebody says to me, I can't believe that with everything you've done in your life, you chose to do this or whatever, that even though you want to not listen to that, that does hurt you and it does come and it does come and it sticks. Yeah. So when you learn that,
2: that's why I'm a teacher because we, we, are, we are told to shame guilt ourselves. We are told it's good. No, right. And, yeah. I have a book, How to Be a Jewish Mother. And huh. in this book, okay. in 1960, it tells you that unless you, you must have the ability to plant, cultivate, and harvest guilt, control the guilt, and you will control the child. It teaches you how to guilt the
1: child. That's what happened. In, that's my life, you guys. That's why I see I'm Jewish. This is where it all began.
0: <laughs> so that's not, says, you
1: didn't write that book. That's just a book no. that's actually, How to I Be a Jewish I Mother. It up, I picked it up at um,
2: a thrift store for a buck and they sell it on Amazon for a hundred dollars. Hey mom, like,
1: are you listening right now? Is that what's going on? Read that. <laughs> How to says, Be a Jewish Mother. Make, it
2: says, make, making guilt work. Let your child hear you sigh every day. If you don't, what he's done to make you suffer. Oh. <gasps> what that's it, it's it's right there I think oh god. my god it teaches you how to do that that's unbelievable
1: it, i'm sorry faith. my religion oh my gosh it's awful, it's awful. well look, i
2: was catholic and they do the same thing yeah, yeah, yeah you're a... you on your on your sins no he didn't he showed us how to live
1: wow isn't that interesting and you, you found know that jesus in that came book.
2: here to teach us and to show us how to love ourselves. He did not give us sin.
0: Shame, guilt
2: gave us sin. You
1: are a brilliant woman. Gee, my There's God. There's no such
2: thing as sin. Hmm. The only sin is shame, guilt that we put on ourselves, ourselves by saying we're no good. Watch my film, make friends with your inner critic. And the other thing is we, people say to you, you stupid person, or why'd you do that? Mm-hmm. You say, No. Got it. That's no. You just guys, say
1: so. just say okay. no. I love it. You, you know what, you guys? I got to say, I think you might be, and I'm sorry to all my other guests who I absolutely love and adore, but I think that you have just gone to my favorite. Sorry. Okay.
2: <laughs> the, would you like me to read The Techniques of Basic Suffering?
1: Yes, please. To is master this from the this, Wait, is this from you? Of, wait, is this from you this or Is a Jewish book? This the is the Jewish, Jewish book. book. Holy shit. Okay, yes, please read it. The
2: mas- to master the technique of basic suffering, you should begin with an intensive study of the commercials on TV. Pay attention to the face of the actor who has not taken um, that. Note the squinting of the eyes, the furrow of the brow, the down curve of the lips, the painted expression of pain. This is the basic facial expression Learn it and practice it in a mirror, so that you can show your child suffering.
1: What? Oh my God! When was this book written? I gotta write this one down. It's called it's the a, Yeah. How did uh, how, how to be a Jewish Mother? Right. Yeah, in um, 1964, 1964. Now I've
2: contacted the author because I want to take. Um, things out and show people that it's not your fault for feeling guilty you were taught it yeah and i'm not talking just the jewish i'm talking the americans and the polish and the irish mm-hmm. and everybody this is how this, this is how you, you do it yeah how this do is
1: how, you, again, you know it goes back to what we talk about you know what are you taught to what are you taught to believe what does society tell it's the same thing so wow that's crazy whenever
2: function as flies too different whenever anything bad happens you must point out the fortunate aspects of it when anything bad happens you have to um, point out that a bad experience is the best teacher um yeah it goes oh, all wow
1: it. it just goes on and on and on you guys this is mind-blowing crazy and, and, and yes i'm reading the book
2: this is not lois
1: No, yeah, this is not your book. Okay, so we're going to make that very clear, you guys. I did not write this book. No, no, no. I will make that clear when I put down the bios. So, okay, Okay,
2: this is another one. Okay. (laughs) Sammy Davis Jr. I understand Sammy Davis Jr. ran out and became a Jew. Listen, I give the man a lot of credit. I myself would not have the courage to run out and become a colored person.
1: I have to apologize on behalf of like my religion. Like this is awful. And you said you reached out to this author. Has she written you back? Not yet,
2: but I'm, I'm waiting. I mean, but it's,
1: it's in the book. It's in the book. And, and you want to reach out to her to kind of not necessarily like, you know, I can't believe you wrote this, but more like, is this really like how I, you I were want, raised to believe? Or? No, the part, they. Like she hasn't written you back. You're trying to get in touch with the author. I'd be very interested. The lawyer. I mean, the yeah.
2: lawyer, the, um, the author of this book mm-hmm. is not advocating this. Wait a minute, who this comes back.
1: Oh, yeah, it's okay. You froze for a little bit, but I can still hear you. So it's okay. Keep talking. Are you still there? <laughs> uh oh. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're
2: there. Uh, okay. The author is not advocating this. Okay. The author is just giving um, historical information
1: okay okay let's rewrite on that again again so the person who wrote this book the how the to Bowl. be a jewish mother is not necessarily saying this is what this they is believe. what to do this is how the
2: jewish mother is seen so,
1: wow okay but Very that's how the
2: polish is seen too it's not you're not you don't have the moratorium on shame and guilt <laughs> and, okay I mean it's just that you know a <laughs> lot of people are more vocal but you can see it in the irish you can see it in of the course. Polish. of course you can see the Itali- italian my goodness of
1: course oh, my goodness what Yeah. i mean we this? talk about we talk about um you know um i talk about you know there's a lot of judgment and shaming on and on uh, alternative relationship styles or, or fantasy or fetish or kink like that kind of stuff and yeah. we talk about um how as long as you're continuously uh, you know we say like it's hard it's hard to change your ways if your parents raise you this then you raise your kids like this and so on and so on and then it goes like that
2: okay so think of shame guilt energy as blue okay it keeps you stuck that's why people say i can't do any better because i was raised this way Mm -hmm. well they have to get rid of the shame guilt and then they will be blue anymore they'll be able to be free to be uh, whatever you want you want to be. be gender or uh, religion or it I, I i'm not here to discuss that i'm just right. saying be who you are and the only way you can be who you are is get rid of the shame guilt that's exactly it. but exactly but it doesn't matter if you're jewish italian or no. wish
1: or colored um, or white or, or, or white, white or whatever or,
2: who cares whatever. Yeah. it doesn't matter because it goes in every nationality It's like i say we all believe the same color in the end so same thing well it's it's the shame guilt. Yeah, now no. The Jews have their way, and the Catholics have their <laughs> way, and everybody wow. talks about hell because you know you're so sinful. I mean, it's this universal. I'm in 15 countries. You're amazing. You are and, amazing. And the Africans are talking the same way. I'm saying both for you for the next president of the United States of America. <laughs> and, and the people in London talk the same way. No, exactly, exactly. You're not
1: you're not unique. <laughs> you guys you you are you're a breath of fresh air i think that you what your what your story and what you're saying um is going to actually resonate in people's heads and they're going to go wow that makes sense and it does make sense it really does and we make can, sense
2: i can come back if they have questions it's Absolutely. okay because
1: this is a great big
2: story it's amazing oh it is is a story mm-hmm. and you can make your own story but you got to get rid of the shame guilt because it's yes. glue. And it keeps you stuck in your house of where, whatever happened to you. And that's why people can't get well because they're stuck with the broken bones and all because of the energy
1: Hmm. of the shame guilt keeps you stuck. I, and I can't move. I relate a lot of what you're saying to me personally. And so I know that I have listeners that are relating this right now. You guys open your mind and really think and take into heart what's, what Lois is saying, because it makes sense. Um, so let's go over a couple of things. They can find you on LoisHollis.com, right? And, mm-hmm. they, there's, and they can link to your books there. They can link to your film there. They can reach out to you for counseling there. Um, yes. Okay. And uh, is there anything else that I haven't shared that you want my listeners to say? I always ask my guests to give like, you know, something like a piece of advice or just, you know, words of wisdom or something that you just want everybody to really like listen to and take to heart. When you
2: feel like, oh, I did something wrong. I'm so stupid. I mean, I mean, we all have done that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. how could I have done that? Yeah. Ask yourself, who's talking? Okay. Okay. Who's talking? talking. Right. Who's telling me this? Don't say shut up. We gotta make friends with it. Say who's hmm. talking?
1: Who's that talking? Makes sense. Who's you talking? Got-
2: okay. Hmm. Wow. And then when someone says you're stupid or that was ridiculous or I don't like you or whatever, say no. Got it. Can you that- change that wording or just walk away or hmm. say I gotta go? Soup's spoiling i got a phone call <laughs> goodbye or if someone's talking to you on the phone and it's like really bad go
1: you <laughs> are the best, are the best. <laughs> yeah. um that's you know what good that's amazing good advice i love it i absolutely love it because that's i can't tell you how many times i've walked into my house and done something stupid and i'm talking to myself and i go i can't believe you just did that and it's me talking say, to myself who's talking who's talking got it that's you what you're listening you
2: you don't go tapping it away or whatever you say who's talking all right all i right. mean like if you walked in the house and you hear somebody talking you would say who's talking <laughs> right no i am gonna
1: go out today with Let the you know how it goes
2: when you say who's talking they'll right. say something right. you i go. mean you'll you know it's not like you're mentally ill you, you sense it you, yeah. you, you know watch out of discord into harmony it's on my youtube channel yeah no and definitely awesome. and you can just go on youtube and say out of discord into harmony and there it is
1: no I'm gonna watch it with my son you said it was 20 minutes for the first one right so all it is I can make that kids I I can make the kids
2: sit for 20 minutes (laughs) no the kids want to watch this more than their parents
1: okay it's
2: child actors I have a four-year-old I have a six-year-old wonderful
1: okay cool yeah no we'll definitely watch it I'll I'll talk to him when I pick him up today um I want to thank you so much for taking time to be on my show today and to share your story and um From a woman to a woman, you are you are power, you give me strength, you give you have tenacity. And um thank you. Thank you for being (laughs) here. And you rollerblade. Where are you in Arizona? I want to come to your birthday. (laughs) (laughs) I I'm in um North Carolina. Oh, I used to live in North Carolina. I used to live in Raleigh and then I moved up to Asheville. I went to college in Asheville.
2: Where do you live now? Now I'm in California. Oh, okay. Um, I live in Waynesville
1: outside of Asheville. Oh, okay. Oh my gosh, how? You guys, you see how this world is? It's like, can you imagine if we had crossed paths then? Because I lived in uh, Asheville and let's see, I graduated from college in 2000. Um, So I was out there from 1998 to 2000 is that Asheville. I love Asheville. That's the one place I would go back to. I would go back to Asheville.
2: Well, if you do, give me a call. We'll go I, rollerblading.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> we will go rollerblading. I love it. I love it. You guys, we will film it for you. Okay. The two of us rollerblading down the road with a sign that says, get rid of your shame guilt. <laughs>
2: now, it says the, the no shame guilt zone.
1: There you go. I love it. That's
2: that's going to be the name of
1: my podcast. You should. No, you should. No shame guilt. Son. if you need any help with your podcast or other oh, program works, please call me. Absolutely. My door's open for you. Thank okay. you so much again for being on the show. You guys, thank you so much for listening and for tuning in. Please make sure that you guys subscribe to this episode, share this episode, go to my website, support. I can't continue to do this without the support of you guys. So thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to Embrace with your host, and Jewel. Coraline is an adult veteran performer, international best-selling author, swing club owner, certified master's sexologist, motivational coach, and speaker. Please continue to follow and enjoy upcoming episodes, information on Coraline's tour schedule, social media, new book releases, and more by visiting thecoralinejewel.com and embraceyoursexuality.net.